Bava Basra, Perik Hey, Mishnah Yud Aleph, 511, the last of the Perik. And the first sentence really is a kind of a reflection on the peri- previous Mishnah, which says, Amrab Shimmen Gamliel, Morim. When do these principles apply regarding cleaning out your weights and measures? That is, Balach, when you're working with things that are moist, which would leave residue, whether you're talking liquid on the side, like dried up, congealed. A wine, or if you're selling like fish or meat, which has juices and that kind of thing. If you're talking about dry goods and you're measuring rice out or something, so once you've the rice doesn't leave any residue, then there's no need to clean your weights, your measures, your pans, and the like if you're measuring out dry goods like rice or you know popcorn kernels and that kind of thing. Okay, so that's that really almost belongs to the previous mission. Now then, Mishnah finishes up with a new point. I said yesterday um, on the previous mission, I should say that um, the pasuk says Evan yelach. You have to have an evan, a measuring weight that's shlema, that's precise, complete, an accurate weight, and it has to be also tzedek. And similarly, the, the pasuk goes on to say you should have an eifa. Eifa is like a measure for volume that's both shlema and tzedek. That's accurate and also tzedek. So the question is, what would the word tzedek come to add? Shlema means accurate already. So tzedek, which means something like justice or social justice, um, comes to add, says, says Chazal, that you need to sort of tip the scales, literally and figuratively, um, sort of in favor of the purchaser. So tzedek requires you sort of give them a little bit, tiny bit extra, um, and in addition to just the exact amount, which of course is an interesting reflection on the word tzedek, um, that it's not strict letter of the law, like a mishpat, but rather also tzedek, like Lashon Tzedakah, and the like implies, um, you know, a slight tipping in the, in the benefit of other. In any case, so here the Mishnah says, um, how does one go about fulfilling that notion of giving a little tiny bit extra, if you will? So the Mishnah says like this, lo tefach. Literally, it means you have to sort of give him, a, a tip the scales in his favor, a tefach. Now, the truth is, when you're um, giving, you know, a purchaser some goods, let's say, you know, you're measuring out his, you know, his pound of rice on the scale or something, so you can give it to him in two ways. You could actually sort of, um, you know, Make sure the scale is, um, remember, how did the scale look? I said before, I'll say it again. It's basically two pans um, connected by like a called a string on a balance. So um, the heavier of the two pans goes lower, and then if you add weight to the side, they even out, okay? So here we're saying that there's two ways you could sort of give a tiny bit extra to the purchaser. You could actually just make it so that the scale tips in his favor. You put, you know, one pound weight on one side. You give him one pound of rice, it, it lines up, but you give him a little more, and it tips in his favor. So uh, the other way you could do it is if you, let's say, you're doing giving him, you know, measuring out one pound of rice ten times, you could measure it exactly one pound ten times, give him the ten pounds, and then add a little extra into his basket or something at the end. So our mission here is first talking about if you're doing it in a single weighing, how you tip it in his favor. So the mission here says you should give him an extra tefach. Now tefach is a measure of distance. Think of it as like four inches, you know, ten centimeters almost. So the question is, how does four inches or ten centimeters apply to a pound of rice? So the answer is, when you're putting those, the idea is when you're putting the scales on the balance, so it should tip that the his side is like a tefach lower than the side of your weight. Okay, that would mean more if you'd actually ever done this before. But the point is, it tips in his favor. The scales should tip a, a tefach in his favor. The bartender learns you can't do that for any tiny amount. If a guy comes and buys a gumball and you give him, you know, he, you know, he gives like a, you know, five cents you know, what it is, the shekel to buy some something, and then you have to tip in his favor to give him way too much. That's not fair. So the bartender learns this only applies from when you're purchasing in quantities of a litra or more. Litra from the Latin, like libra, which basically weighs a pound um, in our modern uh, notion, a, a, you know, a 
pound, like 454 grams. Um, and interestingly, um, that word um, libra, also from the word scale, and, uh, and, and more than that, like the abbreviation for the word pound in English, LB, comes from that word. Libra, litra is, the, is a slightly uh, a variant on that. In any case, therefore, less than that the Bartonora learned, you wouldn't have to tip the scales. Now, the other way you could do it is just give a little extra. So how much extra, says the Mishnah, if instead of tipping the scale, a tefach in his favor, you want to lay it ein ba'ein. Now, ein ba'ein means, literally means eye to eye, like as an eyeball to eyeball. Uh, the question is, what does that actually mean? So if you think of it the same way that your two eyeballs, your eyes are lined up on your head, equal height, no, you don't have one high eye and one low eye, they're lined up. So, so to the two scales should be lined up like two eyes, iron by iron. So then if that's what you're doing, when you're giving me exactly, he's buying a pound of rice, you give him exactly a pound of rice. So then once you put that pound of rice off the scale and into his container, no slow gerumov. You give him a little bit extra. Gerumov means a little extra. Tip in his favor. In terms of extra, how much should it be? So it says the Mishnah, echad la'asara balach ve'echad la'esrim b'yavesh. Now literally that means something like one to ten if it's wet, here it means actually liquid. And the echad la'esrim, like one to a twenty, if we're talking about yavesh, something dry. Now, the proper grammatical way to express like one-tenth or one-twentieth would be echad me'asara, with a mem. But it doesn't. It says echad la'asara, which sounds like one to ten, as opposed to one from ten. Now, so if you speak, if you're sensitive to language, it's peculiar. So the Gemara says, because it doesn't mean one-tenth or one-twentieth, it means... You, it's like you could, you should read it as, so to speak, as if it's saying, um, like one one tenth for every ten. Okay, so it's like echad me asara la asara, one tenth for every ten, uh, which means that's equivalent to one part in a hundred or one percent. So when it comes to lach, it's one percent extra, roughly one hundredth, and uh, for the yavesh. So the way the Bartonor explains the Moskan of the Gemara is, it's one twentieth to every twenty. So it's again, it's echad me'esrim le'esrim, one part in 20 for every 20. So again, one twentieth of 20 is one four hundredth. Okay, so that would be like 0.25%, a quarter of a percent. Um, so that's when it dry, it's driving. So with rice, you give an extra quarter of a percent. The reason why lach gets a little more is because um, when you're pouring some liquidy, so then there's some liquid that stays on the side of the container, so you're giving a little less. You can, so that the 1%... So you, you keep some for yourself, so to speak, and not on purpose, but it sticks to the side of your container when you pour it out, as opposed to dry, you're pouring out your, your popcorn kernels, every last kernel will pop out, pour out. Okay, so that's that. Now, finally, the mission wraps up by saying, um, Bagasa, if the custom in that place, and everything in this whole mission really is governed by, in truth, what's customary in, this, in your particular locale. So if the custom is... Um, Bagasa to use large measuring cups, meaning if you're coming to buy, you know, your ten pounds of popcorn, so it was accustomed to give get a gigantic ten pound measuring, you know, cup, and then fill it up one time. That'd be gasa. Gasa means like large, or is it um, daka, a small measuring cup? Meaning the custom is to use do one measuring cup that's only say one pound and do it ten times. Um, or one liter, I guess, and do it ten times. So the difference, of course, being is if you have to leave a little bit extra in each cup, it's to the buyer's advantage if you're using smaller measures and giving a little extra each time. But anyways, the point of the Mishnah is saying it's makam shenahagu limor badaka. If the custom is to, in that to, that place, is to measure with a small measuring cup to the benefit of the purchaser, then lo yamod you may not use a large measuring cup 
like you know, do all, all ten at one time. And lo, if it's begasa, if the custom is to do it with a large measuring cup, so then lo yamad badaka, then you shouldn't do it with the daka, the small measuring cup. You should do whatever is prevalent custom. And similarly, when you're you know, when someone comes and buys their their flour or something, so you could have like and they buy like a liter of flour or a cup of flour. So the cup could be like a heaping cup where like it's like gadush, it's like um uh, uh, what's the word? It's um, overflowing on top. It's like it's heaping. You know, it's it's it's, on, it's a curved top. Or you could do it machuk, which would be like you know you you smooth smooth on the top, a smooth top or a you know a, a bulging top of the measure. Like on, on. so that's the question. How do you have to do it? So again, based on the on the prevailing custom, if it's um, uh, limchok, if the custom in that place is to do mochek to flatten out before you pour out the powder or whatever it is, so then you're allowed to flatten it out. Um, you shouldn't you shouldn't like heap it, you have a heaping amount. And ligdosh, if the custom is to have a heaping each time, so then, so meaning one cup means a heaping cup, so it's a smooth out top cup, straightened top. So then then you can't smooth out the top. And by the way, even if you're smoothing out the top, since we have to give a little bit extra, so when it's smooth, it doesn't mean smoothing out exactly, it means smoothing it out mostly, okay? So there's a little bit, tiny bit extra. Um, Whatever, a quarter of a percent or something. That's what we're saying before. Uh, when you when you pour out that uh, the powder, the flour, whatever it is that you're selling. Okay, Baruch Hashem. And with that, we finish the fifth parak of Masechet Bava Vasra, and uh, onwards and upwards to the sixth parak now. Bez Hashem.